very warm welcome to all our listeners. Thank you for tuning in. I hope you will enjoy this podcast. Hi Rashmi, thank you for joining us over at Blitz Business. It's a pleasure to have you. Hi Ashish, the pleasure is all mine. So let's get started. So uh, Rashmi, first tell us how, how how did you get the ideas for Fresh Menu? How did it all started? Okay, so Fresh Menu started back in 2014 and the idea came uh, largely because what was happening around the world in mobile first food. And um, I think we, we looked at, you know, what are challenges in India and how can we do a business model, which is mobile first. Uh, and, and that's how the whole concept about Fresh Menu came up. Uh, global food, uh, packed in single serve portions, uh, only focused on delivery business. Um, rest is history. <laughs> and uh, so this was something, uh, this is... Uh, what you really wanted to start from the beginning or you had some other ideas before starting Freshman? Oh, that's a very good question. Uh, I would rate myself as an uh, opportunistic entrepreneur. Uh, At that time, I was toying with multiple ideas and food looked like a very scalable idea at that point of time, a place where a lot of disruption was possible, building brand was possible. So I chose to do food. I think at that moment, I was looking at other ideas right from something to do with education, something to do with health. Uh, I think large categories is what I was exploring. And so um, so over the years, so what has been your, you know, how have you seen, I mean, the market? Now there are many brands, obviously, but uh, um, what has been your experience so far um, into this concept of online restaurants? Um, Ashish, we are, I think, the first ones to really think of this whole concept of, uh, you know, a kitchen somewhere out there, which will deliver food to you, uh, which eventually got called as a cloud kitchen business model. Um, so we, we're pretty much amongst the earliest people, if, if uh, honestly not the first one. But um, I think the model's pretty evolved now. Right now, a lot of people believe that delivery business is the most uh, growing part of the food business. Uh, it's a big vertical in the overall FMB space. So I think uh, we, we really gone over this whole um, cycle where people first were naysayers that this model will not work out, the economics are not in place, uh, to people believing that this is the place where highest growth will come. And this is where all consumers have shown that uh, food delivery is something that is a part of their life now. At least in the big cities, we know more and more of us who are relying on food delivery. So I, I think uh, there's been a journey and there's still so much more to happen in this space. But uh, I, I'm pretty excited uh, that, you know, we really started it when uh, a lot of people were not even believing that it would take off. Mm-hmm. And and how does someone really go about, you know, uh, differentiating in this cloud space? For example, uh, um, there's no offline presence, right? So... How, how does a brand like yours versus uh, people who are more aggressively expanding, maybe Rebel Foods or uh, similar, uh, how, do you, how, how does someone go about differentiating themselves? Um, so Ashish, food is a very creative space. Um, and I think uh, every year there are a lot of people who start new businesses in food. So food is a place where creativity will always flourish. Uh, I think the differentiation is through multiple aspects of this business. 
um, right from you know the menu, cuisine, the way you deliver, uh, supply chain, packaging, uh, the kind of meal occasions that you're working for. So I would think there are a lot of cuts on how the brands and the businesses would be differentiated. And it's a very, very large market. Um, so honestly, uh, and, and differentiation is also evolving. Like for example, just think of uh, eight years back, uh, a basic uh, spill-proof packaging was a differentiator. So I'm just saying that the law of differentiation that will keep evolving, but food remains creative. Like every time you come up and see people come up with interesting stuff on uh, the menus. So that will remain the biggest differentiator. And what does your current menu entail? Do you have expanded in terms of what you're offering oh. since the beginning to till now? And how have you seen the shift happen? Ah, very interesting. See, menus um, and fresh menu, um, as a company, we started uh, with global food. Uh, we started with a daily changing menu. So we are here uh, to lead with innovation, to come up with new products on the menu all the time. Uh, look at local uh, ingredients, look at uh, seasonal flavors. So I think there is so much that we do on our menu. Uh, we, are the, we are like people who brought up the whole concept of bowls and single serve uh, meals. So there's a lot of work that we have done in the past and we continue to do so. So right now, for example, just next week, there's going to be a chocolate festival uh, because 7th of July is World Chocolate Day. And uh, we were coming up with some very exciting things to do with chocolate, uh, which we have also not done in the past. So I think, uh, uh, yeah, I think menu, menu is a huge space. I think it's important to put the guardrails and, uh, you know, uh, see how you want to use that uh, and, and uh, you know, make sure that it gets executed the way you design it to be. Um, but on menus, there's constantly new stuff that is coming up. And what's, and what's your typically model? Is it like a, a central kitchen through which you guys supplies or individual uh, hub and spoke sort of model? Or how, how do you guys operate? Okay, so this is something that very few people know about us. And uh, I think good that we're talking about it. Uh, fresh menu is one business where we really put freshness ahead of everything else. We cook last mile in the local kitchen. Um, all the ingredients that come into your meals um, are fresh in the store. For example, the rice or the noodles or chicken and paneer that gets used in our products is all at the local store, freshly prepared uh, for consumers. This is not a central kitchen reheated food that comes to consumers. Um, there is a lot of work we do in terms of design, uh, for example, balancing the carb, protein, fiber in the bowls, the mix of vegetables, taste, color. Uh, I think there's so much work that goes in design, fresh supply chain. Okay, I totally forgot my question. Let me try to rethink. Uh, yeah, so my question was, even in terms of the model you have, it adds up to the cost, right? Um, I know of a couple of brands which operate through a central kitchen and then reheat the food and still they're still struggling. So correct me if I'm wrong. So how does for you the entire unit economics works? So Ashish, I think uh, it's very, very um, unique. Uh, the fresh supply chain is actually a big advantage in terms of cost because we do not cook or hold material without orders. We cook very close to orders. And that allows us to really optimize for cost. So our costs are actually lower uh, than people who do the central kitchen food. Okay. Uh, so then moving on. So uh, in terms of uh, what kind of capital have you guys raised so far? And do you plan to raise any capital? 
any more capital anytime soon um not soon uh, we have raised uh, cdc financing right now we have raised 50 crores from florentry um and i think next fundraise is only going to be next year so uh, in the past we had raised money from um, in series a lightspeed um, and series b lightspeed and uh, zodius so we have so far raised uh, almost about 28 million okay how do you sort of allocate the funds we did in the past uh, a lot of uh, capital allocation has been to growth uh, which means uh, opening of kitchens marketing brand building team for uh, building the whole business tech we originally built a lot of tech uh, right now we are using uh, a system completely home grown for managing kitchens managing uh, orders uh, and all our data uh, including the front end the website and the apps that we run um so this is how the capital is being allocated future capital is going to be used uh, mostly for growth again in terms of kitchen expansion and uh, building new brands got it so you are also in terms of thinking sort of like launching new brands uh, currently do you have only one brand or currently we have a fresh menu for sure we have another brand called green cravings which is a health focused brand uh, exclusive with the uh, uh swiggy and uh, that is amongst the leaders in the food, uh, health food space got it and uh, so what has been your learning prashmi um, i think all the listeners would be very interested to know because you're one of the pioneers in it in terms of uh, let's say identifying the right product categories uh, how sustainable the business model is in reality and you know covering all these couple of aspects if you can share your insights i think my first insight in this business has been that anybody who wants to think of food as a business has to one uh, really think about why they are passionate about a food business and why do they want to be in this business uh, for example the restaurant the dining industry uh, is uh, uh, very glamour driven and a lot of people think of themselves as running a cafe in goa and etc Uh, running a real food business is very very different from that. Uh, so you have to think of why you want to do this business. Um, knowing operations, uh, being a hands-on person in terms of running operations and recruitment and dealing with chefs and supply chain, there's there's a lot that can happen in this business which you need to be prepared for. Um, it's a very exciting business, very creative business. We really enjoy the process. uh but yeah i think you should be prepared to go through a massive learning curve because what you see as front end uh, at a dining table in in a restaurant is very different than how uh, the entire machinery works behind the scenes to make a business in food um those i think some of my early uh, you know uh, things but everybody approaches this business very differently and uh, therefore I feel the reason I stuck to this business is I I really love the way we went about creating uh, this business, which is so uh, product innovation focused, uh, so focused on building the processes, right processes, a scalable uh, kitchen business, focused on unit economics. So a lot of focus went on cost and supply chain and uh, pricing of products. Um, so I think I think it it obviously the learning curve is massive. Uh, I don't think any other business that I've done in my past uh, part of the career. uh the learning something as usual is working in the food space um, so how do you identify um, uh how do you go about launching you know in, in a particular city what are the key metrics or uh you look into in terms of locality or products you want to launch the items you want to launch 
how do you go about doing that okay i think uh, from a locality launch point of view uh, we do ground mapping we look at uh, the number of uh, maybe offices buildings or the number of residential societies like the number of people who are in that 4 kilometer radius um what are the other brands that are in that market uh, what kind of business they are doing so there's some proxies to understanding what's the total size of the market and as a brand can you really uh, you know grow in this market and is there a space for your kind of product range uh, so for us for example a combination of residential and office complex uh, societies have worked very well uh, because in the lunch a lot of orders come from office while in dinner a lot of orders would come from the housing societies so that i think as a combination has worked well for us um uh, but i think there's now uh, because wigin zomato are available in so many localities there is more data available on the size of the market uh, potential of a cuisine um and certain choices that customers are loving or what price points work for consumers so i think once you start triangulating all of this data you should be able to uh, have a, a close to successful proposition in terms of location choices as well as a menu and and for example pricing and offers etc got it and and there there was this perception in terms of right uh, it's it's a cloud kitchen right you are you're not in the prime location per se right so you can save in the whatever the costs there are uh, but in reality what has been your experience um, how uh, how it has panned out so that's true uh, i think the cost of operating a cloud kitchen is much lesser than cost of operating a restaurant because you could uh, take uh, cheaper rental locations you could be in some of the behind lanes you could be on the first or second floor of a building so you obviously optimize for rent uh, but a lot of other um, cost uh, so rent is one optimization for cloud kitchen but all other costs would be in line with what restaurants would do especially from the cooking or the chef and the operations part of it so do you plan to stick to the current model or you also have a plan in terms of where you want to open uh, sort of offline stores we are very bullish on the cloud kitchen business model so we are very focused on just growing uh, the whole delivery part of our business uh, offline um, maybe sometime later in the future is when we would consider it right now it's all delivery got it and um and looking back uh, rashmi for last 8 years or so that you have been running fresh menu what has been your you know if you could uh, go back in time right and if there is there was one or two things that you would have done differently what would that be that's a very tough question ashish i'm thinking about it uh honestly i would not do anything differently because uh because i don't think always you have this benefit of hindsight and at that moment we took decisions we took faster decisions we uh, we would have done that with all possible available data at that point of time so i don't see anything that we would have done differently um honestly i'm very uh, proud of some of the things that we did uh, from that time because uh, i i think building this business was uh, a tough uh, journey but a lot of things that we have done are pretty much industry leading and uh, that's what has given us this uh, opportunity to be here uh, to think of scaling up to be seen as a leading player in the space so i i would not change anything i think everything has to stay the way it is and the good and the bad times are part of the entrepreneurial journey and part of company's journey so i think both have to continue happening 
and and you mentioned right you are bullish into uh, the space so what sort of like in the next four or five years how do you see it uh, uh, shifting or you know this ecosystem getting built what are the things which are exciting for you in this space also for us um, i see fresh menu becoming a company with uh, maybe 500 kitchens in next 5 years uh, we would be operating a lot of kitchens be present in a lot of uh, uh, you know micro markets in india um, really uh, building uh, the whole uh, building on top of what we have already done in terms of the kind of uh, food that we offer to consumers kind of convenience we offer to consumers um probably we will have beyond fresh menu a couple of more successful brands five years down the line uh, so we see ourselves as a company really uh, building a fresh foods business uh, a foods company in india got it got it awesome uh, and so one last final so any comments in terms of um, for this entire space you're learning or anything which i've missed out rashi one learning that i would share with everyone um, and i know that a lot of people have said this in the past is i think speed uh, speed of execution is important so every time you decide to do a startup i think focus on doing things fast uh, you may not be perfect and nothing will ever be perfect uh, but i think letting go of the perfectionism just allows you to be faster and that i think uh, is is one mantra for growth so that's one message that i would leave with everyone awesome uh, thanks a ton rashmi for your time uh, it was great having you uh, and yeah um, really all the best thanks ashish lovely talking to you